The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers, featuring Breitbart Talks on Talk 94.5. That's right. Jerome Hudson is joining us. Good morning, oh. Jerome. We got new sound. New little, little cut there. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not as glamorous. As the last one. <laughs> All right. I hear something else. Oh. You have to take down. Thank I see, you. I see. All right. We have Glendie Radio here joining us. So uh, Nick is on vacation this week, Jerome. Oh, really? Is that yeah. the cover story? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. Well, <laughs> I was going to say uh, it's dangerous out there. If you were, let's see, a backup dancer. So you had Lizzo backup dancers accusing her of rampant sexual yeah. abuse. And now. Apparently, P. Diddy has just sexually abused everybody oh. that he came in contact with. Um, allegations, folks. Just allegations. You know, you know what's really interesting about that P. Diddy case that is really um, interesting uh, is 50 Cent. That he can't stop, won't stop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 50 Cent. He is oh, on a yeah. rampage uh, against P. Diddy. Do you know the background on that at all? I don't know. the And, and so uh, several months ago, it was announced from, I think it's like 50 Cent Productions, that, uh, what was his name, uh, uh, Curtis Jackson's real name. I think it's Curtis Jackson Productions. Anyway, 50 Cent is bankrolling a documentary or partly bankrolling a documentary looking into at least the women um, who've accused Puff Daddy Mm -hmm. of sexual abuse. And that, I just, I mean, they're both New York music icons, moguls in many different areas of business. And I just, I just assumed that they were all pretty tight, but no. um, um, And then, and then 50 Cent said the, the proceeds of the documentary would go to, you know, survivors of, of, of sexual assault and abuse. Well, um, I, I think what's what's happening is I think it has to do with Aaliyah. Oh. Yeah. She's been dead for twenty three years. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember now the whole um story. Um so I don't want to comment on it because I, I, I forget sure. the story, but there is a story where I mean Oof. Aaliyah Oof. comes into play and um the early nineties. Yeah. I think, I think I think R. Kelly married her. She was like sixteen or something. It was very weird. That's right. Um, That's right. So but that, but no, you, you that, that was a big deal. That was a big, uh, huge so story. Nick on that. Nick Summers just for the audience, Nick Summers is on vacation or whatever. In Florida. So, uh what you know what i think we did we i think we <laughs> talked about it when you were out two weeks ago i can't keep up uh and then backup dancers co-hosts of radio shows and then paparazzi apparently taylor swift's dad punched a dude in australia did you see that uh, was it video i don't know yeah i didn't I, edit the story yeah and then they boarded the plane and they were gone <laughs> So as left wing and wacky as Taylor Swift's politics are, I think her dad is like ultra MAGA, like like dark MAGA. Really? And um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm just saying. I mean, if you're if backup dancers, radio co-hosts, and Myrtle Beach and paparazzi <laughs> aren't safe, I don't want to live in this world. Oh my gosh! But, uh, yeah. All right. That's all the new news. Well, I shouldn't say that. Um, I, I, the story isn't up yet. Well, I shouldn't say that. Our TV team did sort of like a, you know, here's Joe Biden, 
doing a surprise interview with Seth Meyers last night. Um, the -hmm. audience are forgiven. If you don't know who Seth Meyers is, he's been the host of late night with Seth Meyers on NBC since 2014. Uh, but I was like, you know what? There's probably more we can do. And boy, was I right. Uh, so I, I counted at least a half dozen gasps, verbaled speech and brain freezes. Mm. Uh, During that interview. Here's here's the headline that you could read at Breitbart as soon as reporter David Ng gets off his butt. Joe Biden's Seth Meyers interview, where he downplayed age concerns, riddled with gas, verbal Mm -hmm. speech, and brain freezes. I was like, let me just look at this. Because there's no way Joe Biden talked to Seth Meyers for 11 minutes without embarrassing himself Mm -hmm. and the country. And I was right. Yeah. Well, I, I do have a clip. You want me to play it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I've been meaning to play it, but I, I haven't had a, a, a place to put it. So here we go. I'm going to play it. Glenn. It's just a minute. Concern for American voters. How do you address that concern going forward as you come up to the 2024 election? Well, a couple of things. Number one, you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am, but he can't remember his wife's name. Yeah. And, uh, number one. Number two, <laughs> it's about how old your ideas are. Look, I mean, this is a guy who wants to take us back. He wants to take us back on Roe v. Wade. He wants to take us back on a whole range of issues that are 50, 60 years. They've been solid American positions. And um, and I really mean this sincerely. The uh, I think it's about about the future and everything, every single thing we've done. I think we've got some good things done, everything. And we, they told us we couldn't get them done because things were so divided. And uh, but I think everything everything we've gotten done, he's just friendly state. He wants to do away with you. <laughs> and I really think his views on where to take America are older than anyway. I know I get you talked about bipartisanship and that you can. Actually- so, you know, a lot of people say because when he stops himself from when he starts um, backtracking, backtracking yep. and backtracking. And then he goes, oh, you know what? Forget it. You know, I have that, that happened several times. I, I counted it at least three or four. Of them. I have that type of conversation with my mom sometimes because I see sure. her trying to tell me something. And then yep. and, I, and I go, wait, what do you mean? Like, what what do you want me to do? Oh, just forget it. You know, <laughs> uh, for a second there, I thought somebody gave him a couple of Red Bulls. It's he did sound, good Yeah, he did sound yeah. pretty good. So, so Glenn is quite the fill in guy. It's great. It's great. Because that that was taped at 430. The regular time, you know, that, that Kimmel, Colbert, they all take their late night shows before or around the five o'clock, you know, big news. Because if anything blows up mm. uh, in politics, I should say, it happens coincidentally, I don't know, before the evening news. And so the, the writers want to get the most up to date stuff. So Glenn, you're, he was, it, it was two hours before bedtime at 4 <laughs> so He didn't need the Red Bull. That would have kept him up past 7 p.m. That's bedtime. Mm-hmm. But um, you, had, you had ceasefire uh, protests, about 50 of them. Some were arrested outside of the NBC studios in 30 Rock in New York. Um, but no, that minute you played, I was like, oh, I remember this because I intimately listened to all 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you... You got there, the brain freeze at the end, but yeah. at the one minute, 59 second mark, he, 
Seth Meyers asked him about his 2024 agenda. Joe Biden said the 2020 agenda. I mean, there was another mm-hmm. gaffe. Yeah. He said we're going to get the border passed. Um, he said that twice, actually, at the two-minute mark. Uh, he referred to, to, to Donald Trump several times as the president, as a, a president, as if Donald Trump is president right now. Like he never, Joe Biden never said former president, you know, ex-president. It's it, it just, it just got worse from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, that is, that is a headline coming to. But it doesn't, you don't even have to, um, you don't even have to listen to what he says. I mean, it is the gaping of the mouth and the way he walks and the way he turns his body and, you know, just how he, functions. And then once again, I watched a a long string of clips of how he was like grabbing young women and smelling other women and just doing weird, creepy things, you know, and getting uncomfortably close to people, uh, young little girls and getting in their ears and in their necks. Uh, You know, it's just really, and the one girl, he grabbed uh, her chin and said, look at those beautiful eyes. And she like yanks herself away. Just like he just gets really uncomfortably close, and it's really disturbing to watch. He's the he's the physical embodiment of what Disney has become. Just way <laughs> too creepy right. to too leave creepy. alone around your kids. Speaking of uh, which, <laughs> yes, yes, that's on your jacket um, today. Yeah, uh, so I love I love the wave of, of subscriber cancellation starting in the UK. And anyone who knows anything about world history knows that UK usually mucks everything up and then <laughs> the American politicians follow suit. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I think one person took to Twitter and was like, the fact that my Disney Plus subscription has doubled, basically gone from $80, 80 American dollars to $160 really? American dollars in one year wow. is is ludicrous. Um and, you know, it's all, and we try to, at Breitbart, we try to cover the fact that, look, everything, the cost of everything is going up, and that is not necessarily math that Hollywood can outrun. Mm-hmm. Disney has to deal with the issue of incurring higher production costs, but also just people aren't really tuned in. They're turned off by Disney's radical politics, yes, but also a lot of their content is just not good. Um, and people have way too many options, and so they're not going to mm-hmm. pay more to have their kids sexualized or indoctrinated or bored. Like <laughs> you exist to make family-friendly stuff that keeps the kids off the dining room table while I'm trying to run a Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but also, it's, if you have less good. subscribers, you need to make up for the loss. And they just lost 1.3 million uh, wow. in in uh, in. <laughs> Is a last calendar year. It's it's not going to work, and because you know, streaming is merit based, as our John Nolte writes. Cable existed and was a monopoly for a long time because no matter how awful CNN was, and no matter how many reasons CNN gave people to not watch it, you still had to pay for it as part mm-hmm. of your Directv or whatever Comcast package. Streaming isn't that. Like, you can sign up for Hulu or Disney Plus or Paramount and hate all three and then go get Peacock and Netflix and Apple. And then you can cancel Peacock, Netflix, and Apple and do FUBU or, you know, whatever. So many. And that's all merit. And when, when people have choices, 
Hollywood hates choices because they want to trap you into a system in which you have to pay. And um, that's America, baby. I love mm-hmm. it. Keep canceling Disney Plus, folks. Yeah. Um, you were talking, uh, I, I mean, I see like, uh, you know, we always like to talk about what happens at the box office as well. Uh, is mm. there something going on with, with Warner brothers? Yeah, no. Uh, so, um, David Zaslov is chairman and CEO and the merger of Dis- discovery and Warner brothers went down basically about two years ago. And David Zaslov has had this reputation Uh, as an executive who will just get rid of everything that doesn't work, which if more executives actually followed suit with that, things would be run a lot better, right? Like, like Boeing, for example, Mm -hmm. is like, "Eh, you know, (laughs) anyway. um, So David Zaslav is like, Jeff Zucker, you're terrible. Get out of here. Um, Jeff Zucker, former president of CNN. Um, But David Zaslav was like, CNN is terrible. It is dragging down the Warner Discovery brand. It's toxic. It's political lies and smears against half the country all day, every day. But it's such a, um, you know, valuable brand. So they bring in Chris Light, who was Stephen Colbert's producer, and he helped jumpstart uh, Morning Joe to be the president of this toxic CNN brand. Great idea, right? The, <laughs> the, the guy who started the, one of the, mo- well, the most toxic morning shows, the Morning Joe, uh, and then Colbert's former producer. I mean, anyway, uh, Stephen, uh, Chris Light didn't make it a year as president of CNN because David Zaslav fired him. Um, and so this Warner Brothers Discovery is paying for the sins of just generally a uh, a media market in which advertisers um, are are not buying as much ads. Uh, people are canceling uh, their Directv subscriptions for aforementioned reasons, um, and and the the toxicity of CNN is also dragging down the the cable TV views, which leads into lower ad ad revenue, um, and so I. I, I believe in David Zaslav because he doesn't uh, appear to be a particularly politically partisan guy. I'm pretty sure he's a Democrat, probably writes checks to Democrats and Republicans. But his mind is, I want Warner Brothers Discovery to be profitable, right? Like, we're not going to, like, say, Disney or Netflix weigh in on Georgia's heartbeat bill or, you know, what's being taught in classrooms in Florida. Um, and so, you know, if there's any hope, for any of these massive Hollywood studios, Warner Brothers Discovery might be that outfit. But I don't know. I, I don't say this lightly. AI is going to replace probably hundreds of thousands of jobs across the entertainment industry. Oh, in about five years. So we'll we'll be revisiting this conversation. You know, um, when when. I, I was just looking up a, a, another story that had come over and they were talking. I forget. I was just trying to look up what uh, legislator it was, but I want to say it was Cori Bush, but I could be wrong. They were asking for um, people who are homeless to get $1,400 a month for three years. Um, did you hear by any chance that story come across? Because I was just wondering... No. 
it's a new bill that's uh, been coming out, and I'm trying to say, uh, Rashida Tlaib, that's who it was. She introduced oh, okay. that. It's called the Youth Homelessness Guaranteed Income Pilot Program Act. Um, and this would be $1,400 um, or the adjusted fair market rent in the area for 36 months. And I was just thinking about how <laughs> that would impact Hollywood and, you know, Los Angeles mm. and, you know, well, all of these. Well, there is a, so the uh, the international, I'm sorry, forgive me, folks, it's just, it's an it's the, the the crew member union. It's like six words. It's IATS and stuff. Uh, they're about to go back to the negotiating table, and these are the blue collar people who do the lighting, sound, mm-hmm. uh, the stage setup, all of it, makeup, you name it. The crew members, the actual people who do work. Not to say that memorizing lines that someone else wrote for you and then saying them back on camera isn't work, but you know, um, they're about to go back to the negotiating table. Many of these people don't live in palatial estates uh, in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them don't live in the, the, the plush neighborhoods in Atlanta and Chicago and, and, and Detroit, New York city, where other major filmmaking hubs are. Um, they just want to show up, do their work, and they probably are certainly do pay raises. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, again, they're being crunched by the same pocketbook issues as everybody else. And so I guess the, the headline is Hollywood could be headed for another strike here um, wow. because, as we've reported, these people are pissed. I mean, mm-hmm. there are fewer jobs with and they're making less money um, and they're certainly being demanded to work longer hours. Um, it's just, a, it's just, a, and you can't replace these people necessarily with, with artificial intelligence, no, no. although the studios would like to, it can't be done. Right. Well, I heard a lot of actors are now allowing companies to AI their voices so they can continue to make mm-hmm. money, <clears throat> make money without actually well, it, doing the work. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt the actor, right? Like if you're Alec Baldwin and you, and, 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 and you probably face uh, you know, the prospect of maybe not starring in a tentpole blockbuster again. Right. And yeah, you can sign a 10-year agreement that wherever your image and likeness is used, you get a check from that. But mm-hmm. as yep. far as the people that that show or movie, the writers, producers, I'm sure there's no language in there saying that they get a cut. Mm-hmm. Um, no. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Well, Jerome, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll we'll catch back up uh, with you next week. I I always love it. I don't take it for granted. God bless you. <laughs> thank Glenn. you, Jerome. Thanks, Jerome. Stop messing up. All right. No, you're <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> I think he was saying because uh, the Breitbart clip I guess entrance you played was for the Wednesday segment. Oh, whatever. Okay, yeah. All right, so I'm he's just busting on you. What, yeah. is that a new one? All he's right, 857. Guy. We'll be back in a moment. The 